All right, it is time for another episode of the Crypto 101 podcast, ladies and gentlemen. But before we get to our guest, I have something exciting to tell you. If you love listening to the Crypto 101 podcast, um, you know, you're, you're getting two episodes uh, a week. You're hearing about crypto experts and learn about their companies and projects. Well, guess what? Now you have the opportunity to hear from 47 of the top crypto experts for a full jam-packed three days where they will discuss what they believe to be the best crypto opportunities for the year. And it's all happening during our Digital Currency Summit. Okay, it's a virtual event. It's hosted by Pizza Mind, a.k.a. Aaron Malone, and myself. And guess what? Your ticket to attend is totally free. Um, so to reserve your free ticket, just go to digitalcurrencysummit.com and click the link and go sign up. It's all done there. And, and you got to do it now because you don't want to miss out on this event. And we really can't wait to see you there. Again, it's digitalcurrencysummit.com. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Crypto 101 podcast. I'm your host, Bryce. Uh, I'm not joined by my co-host, your guys' uh, you know, your favorite host of the duo, Mr. Aaron Pizzamine Malone. Uh, he is deep in crypto conferences right now. That guy is just about everywhere. If you look at this guy's calendar, it's just meeting after meeting after meeting with a bunch of hot new DeFi projects. And now Pizza Mind's getting really into the metaverse and GameFi. So while he's over there, I'm back here in San Diego and we're dividing and conquering because I've got a real professional, a real absolute killer in the GameFi, in the metaverse space. Uh, I'm joined by Will Dean, who is the founder of Rainmaker. So, Will, welcome to the Crypto 101 podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, you know, over here at Crypto 101, a lot of our roots were in originally like Bitcoin, right? Just Bitcoin as this decentralized form of money. We thought it was the coolest thing. Um, and, and just like, wow, basically having a, a system of money and payment outside of just you know, centralized control. That was, you know, the iter first iteration of blockchain. Then Ethereum came out and we started getting really hyped up about DeFi and, and all these opportunities to not just have, you know, a, a Bitcoin that you could send back and forth with nobody who could tell you what to do, but you could have, you know, more complex. You could have escrow, you could have borrow lend, all that kind of stuff. Cool. Okay. Boom. Now we're on 3.0 kind of is what it's feeling like. And this is where I see Rainmaker come in. Um, yeah. This new metaverse so so what's going on here where, where are we yeah i mean i think that uh, you have to look at what happened in the middle of 2020 when axie infinity came out right mm -hmm. so uh, a lot of crypto uh, um, skeptics didn't think there was real utility around crypto right it was kind of like okay faster transactions really cool you know what's the utility how does the public get in involved in 2020 axie infinity came out and you saw retail users or end users that didn't understand blockchain playing games that could then cash out um, for fiat. And so that changed everything. I think that also introduced um, how NFTs brought utility, right? There was a scarcity thing, you know, with like CryptoPunks and NFTs and OpenSea came out, but truly when um, there was utility on top of blockchain, things started to spark. And, and so you saw fast forward when Axie Infinity started blowing up, you saw a uh, kind of 
I think March of 2021, when the crash started to happen, actually leveled up. It actually started going up when everything else was going down. And that's because it made real money. There were real transactions on it. So I think that's what entered us into kind of this metaverse uh, Web 3.0 conversation. And that's kind of where Rainmaker, Rain, Rainmaker Games comes in. So was Rainmaker, um, you know, tell us a little bit about your, your background and the team's background. Were you guys, you know, a game company that has been in business for a while and then pivoted to like Web3? Or are you guys, you know, brand new, hot out of the gate? Yeah, for sure. I'll, g- I'll give you some of my background. So I've been an entrepreneur my whole life. I've sold two companies before. I actually sold my last company about seven months ago. Oddly enough, I, I had some call centers over in the Philippines a long time ago. And so I still had a really great network over there. And a friend of mine um, who lives over there said, Hey man, you got to check out this game, Axie Infinity. And so I've always been in blockchain since I think 2015, really since 2017. And so I checked out the game. I said, wow, this is amazing. Um, I don't know if you've seen the documentary on Axie Infinity, but that really kind of drove it home for me. I have not um, yet, but I'm going to Google it right now. So I don't. Oh yeah, it. man. I, it's, it's about 15 minutes. It's, it's, it's killer. I think, um, I think it does a really good job portraying what, what Axie has done for, uh, underdeveloped countries. And, and I heard people were making like two grand a month off this game at one point. It, yeah. I mean, you, you could say at the very beginning, um, not at the very beginning, when it started getting hot two to three times the daily earnings for, for uh, someone in a developing country, that's massive, right? That's, that's a socioeconomic change. And so obviously the earnings aren't the same anymore as they were back then. And there's, you know, hundreds, if not thousands of games um, popping up, but I think that really sparked everything. And so for us, we started as what's called a gaming guild where we help um, people who can't buy the NFTs uh, almost like a, lending and then managing and helping them level up and get better. We quickly realized that the the future of this space was not in gaming guilds. We saw like the inefficiencies of how, how it was to play uh, pay players. And there was no like tool sets to kind of manage players. And so he said, okay, we see all this happening on one side, but on the other side, we see all these new games popping up. How are they going to get players? How are players going to be able to afford to get into these games? How is this going to evolve? And so what Rainmaker's been working on uh, since I think October. Yeah, October was really, really when we started to, to drill down on this was uh, we're building a platform to connect gamers to blockchain games. So if you're familiar with Steam or any other of those platforms, we think that the future of gaming in, in, in the blockchain space is that a player can play one game and then go to another game. Right now, very archaic, right? Like if you play Splinterlands or Alien Worlds or Axie Infinity or, or, or whatever game it is, if you don't have the financial means to play in another game, you have to sell all of your assets and then and swap out your currency to literally go to a different wallet to play another game. And so um, that's a big problem, especially when when the uh, the earning amount goes down. And so we're trying to almost Netflix, Netflix-esque keep everybody in one platform so they can move from game to game. Um, and then also allow a platform for players who can't afford to get in games to come to a place to be able to learn and level up and then get access to these NFTs. Epic. I, yeah. I, I used to be a big, uh, big gamer runescape then guild wars, then um, world of Warcraft. But you know, b- back, you know, when I was in, in middle school and uh, I remember you know, I was, I was getting out of the RuneScape phase and I was moving up to the Guild War phase. And, but I still had this account that was really valuable, had all this money and, uh, you know, equipment and everything. 
So in guild wars, you know, what people would do is, you know, you would get in your guild, you'd like build trust with people and they'd say, Hey, I'll buy your runescape sword or I'll buy your runescape account. And I'll give you gold in this new guild wars, guild wars world. And so you'd always do these like cross world trades, but you know, one time I, I remember like, you know, building this online trust with this guy or whatever. And he just completely scammed me. Right. He was like, all right, you give me your, uh, you know, your password, I'll go take this and, you know, done it a bunch of times and it worked, but you know, <laughs> that one time that I just got cleaned out and it's just like, oh shit. All right. Well, yeah. there's that. And, and so I, I think that having a, a, a blockchain based system where we could have an auction house or we could have transferable assets between all these different games. And, you know, you could kind of go in through this, this portal. Um, I think that's super cool. And it, it just limits so much risk, makes the experience better. And it also creates an economy, like a real economy. Yeah. I mean, you know, one of the things that's funny, uh, our team consists of guys from Meta, from Google, uh, you know, from uh, Amazon and, and, and really like the team and the engineering staff is world-class. And so what was funny with when my CTO came on board, he was also, he's also world-class at product. He said, getting into a game is probably one of the hardest things he's done, right? You have to go to Coinbase or Binance. You have to convert, you know, a dollar to Ethereum. You have to send that Ethereum to this other wallet, to this other address. You have to swap it for in-game tokens. It's this whole process. Right, it's a nightmare. it's a nightmare. So if if we're trying to get adoption or trying to make things easier, um, we want to be the platform that allows people to be able to just get right in, right? Maybe not maybe not first being the on-ramp from, you know, a money standpoint, but being able to access these games and swap your assets across games, maybe not interoperability. That's a whole nother beast, but being able to stay in one platform and say, Hey, look, you know, I made a thousand dollars in this game, but I want to play this game now. How do I move that money from here to here? Is there like an easy way to swap? Oh, Hey, I have all these assets or these NFTs in this game. Can I borrow against the value of them? We can do that in DeFi. Why can't we do games? And so being able to provide a system like that for players, I think is going to really propel us um, and just the the player economy forward. Yeah. Do do you envision this world where like outside of game, well, like, like I'm thinking like digital real estate and digital land, like outside of a gaming context, do you see business applications for digital real estate? And can you kind of tell our audience a little bit about what is going on in that world? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, it's funny. Um, right now, there's a lot of players uh, competing for uh, they're building the the game, if you will, or I don't know exactly how to describe it, but they, they want to be like, uh, call it the crypto punks of land out there in the okay. metaverse. I, I mean, I think meaning that, like the OG. Yeah, yeah. Like, I have a I have a house in in Decentraland, and it's valuable because of X, Y, or Z. Uh, and there's a lot of different um, games or companies popping up and doing that. Uh, I'm a big believer that anything that has value has to have utility behind it, right? So I think there's a couple. Like I'll, I'll use OpenSea and just NFTs as an example. I think there's, um, like any industry, I think there's a lot of value in some projects that just have deep, you know, backing with some celebrities or, you know, culture fit. And, and I'm specifically talking about like just, you know, NFTs, pictures, right? And, and pictures, I'm going to get yelled at for that. But, you know, there's some that will always win. Like I said, CryptoPunks, um, 
But most projects, almost everything, you there has to be some substance behind why it's valuable, right? So if we talk about land in the metaverse, I think that land in the metaverse is is gonna win. It's you know it's gonna be valuable. I know people that have sold plots of land for millions of dollars. But my question back to that is like, what's the value of that land, right? Um, can you build on it? Do people want to use it for playing battles? Right. Like, is there utility that's being added to this that makes it valuable? And then when, when you have the when the answer to that question is yes, that's when, you know, the money comes in. So that, that's kind of how we look at um, our investment thesis. How do you you know, what, what's the best way for just somebody who's at home listening? And, you know, I think a lot of people, you know, they get into crypto kind of as speculators or investors and all that kind of stuff. And then they realize like, oh, shoot, like, you know, I've got these assets, you know, I'm just kind of sitting on them. I'm not doing anything with them, but they are, you know, utilizable, right? Like you say, there's utility. And so this, uh, this game sort of, you know, world came about in this entire, like, um, you know, backdrop of like us having these assets and wanting to do something with them. And so what is your best kind of advice for somebody at home who's been a crypto investor for years and years, but has totally slept on NFTs or totally slept on GameFi. Like, where do they get started? What's kind of like, you know, uh, the best foot forward as, as an expert in this space? Yeah, for sure. So um, I, I think I forget who, who gave me this this analogy, but don't go to your wife's tennis match to get paid, right? And the analogy <laughs> there was uh, the analogy there was this play to earn space is like what's going to drive the masses to play to earn is not the fact that you're going to make money on it, but is it fun? Mm. Why do you watch a UFC fight? Why do you do these things? It's because it's fun. The added bonus on top is that you get paid for it. So if I'm, if I'm advising somebody new to this space, whether or not it's crypto or it's GameFi, and I truly believe what, what is bringing crypto to the masses while you see these institutions starting to adopt it is because games have pushed it forward. I say, go find a game. That's fun. Go find a game. That's fun because that way you're, you're not forced to learn about crypto. It happens naturally because you're having fun playing a game. And so once you start to see the value of why, you know, this sword or this plot of land or this character has you know deep intrinsic value, you'll start to really understand why NFTs are, are, are the future. Yeah, no, it really, it broadens as well the, the universe of, of player, or, or I should say investors, right? Because I think like a lot of- You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, 
Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. People who are listening, they might be, you know, totally just not gamers. They're people that work all day and that got in crypto, you know, for for the promise of just like, you know, this being a, a mode for financial freedom over the course of the long haul. And people are seeing like games. Well, that sounds like a lot of work, um, you know, you know. So, so is there any sort of like way to capitalize on this trend without having to necessarily play the games? Yes. Yeah, so actually we're so funny. Um, we actually get approached a lot by different launch pads or individuals who have bought up a lot of these in-game assets, but don't want to play with them. They're like, Hey, look, look, <laughs> I don't want to manage anybody. I don't want to play with these, but what do we do? We literally were approached with somebody that has well over several million dollars in assets and said, can you guys use these and just pay us some sort of, you know, APY or, or some sort of interest. That's cool. said, yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. We, we, we're building an NFT vault, right? So we have millions of players on our waiting list ready for when our platform launches. We have a lot of people on the other side that aren't using their NFTs. Why not connect the two, mm. right? Um, so there's definitely a, a, a big need uh, for people that just have these, these stores of value sitting there uh, and are not doing anything with them. So um, we will be facilitating a lot of that. It's all, uh, it, it almost is brokerage-esque, like, you know, in the sense that somebody has a house, right? They want to get rid of it. So they go to a guy like you and say, hey, who wants to buy a house? I'll pay you, you know, X amount for this. And then somebody else comes and says, well, Hey, I'm really looking for a house that accomplishes X, Y, and Z. Do you have something for me? Uh, and you're the man in between. So it sounds like a pretty interesting model for, you know, for, for games. That absolutely is. And we're right now we're, we're in talks with well over 500 games to directly integrate. Wow. So, uh, yeah, I mean, New games are popping up all over the place right now. People see, you know, the rush for play to earn. And this is not to mention the bigger deals that are going on, like Microsoft buying Activision, right? Um, and some of these other massive gaming studios getting bought up because they see the future in this. These are just independent studios building on the blockchain. And so, so correct me if I'm wrong, but are Activision and those guys, are they building NFT? Like, is that an NFT sort of blockchain acquisition or their components of that, that these guys, and I know Bungie, I think got acquired by somebody recently as well. Yeah. Yeah. So they are, they, so, you know, without knowing too much details, um, there's a way to bring all the, the activity that's happening inside of the games onto the blockchain. Right. Um, and that's what they're planning for. They're buying these acquisitions to some, some way, somehow integrate, uh, the blockchain and and crypto into it. Uh, I don't know when they're going to roll it out, but absolutely. Microsoft is buying these, you know, Sony is buying, I think there was, I think Zynga got bought about wow. a month ago. Yeah. The, the M and a that's happening right now in the game space is, 
is pretty crazy. Um, which is why, which is why we're raising a massive round. So we're actually, I, I won't, I won't speak too much on it, but we did go through an initial round. We raised a significant amount. We staffed up, we built, we have a lot of traction. Um, and now we're raising a much larger institutional round, you know, to have a seat at the table. And so, uh, we already have great backers, Alameda and Amoca, Polygon, Coin Fund, uh, all, all the nice names, but yeah, yeah, we're definitely going for a home run. That's fantastic. Uh, best of luck. Uh, sounds like you guys have the the team to do it and the supporters. So uh, we're rooting for you for sure. You know, I'm kind of curious about, do you think that there's a future where, you know, all games that are not blockchain based kind of become obsolete? Like just people just are like, yeah, I'm just not going to play that. It's kind of like, you know, VCRs became obsolete because not, you know, because like streaming came, right? I don't know. Like, is there any world where that happens? You know what? As crazy as it is to say, yeah, I think so. Because <laughs> there's, there's the question I have, and I know there's this big argument now going on and people hating NFTs and they don't add anything to the games and this stuff, but I keep asking, like, what's the downside? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, like, like the upside is that even if you're even if you're from a very you come from a very great background, you're in a developed country, you make tons of money, maybe you're a gaming influencer, you don't need to make money playing video games, you're a gaming influencer there's still no downside to the game being on blockchain and you making some extra money if you want in the mm-hmm. game or you having something that's like yours in a game, right? Yeah. I just don't the downside of implementing the technology. And so that's kind of my counter argument to everybody that says, Oh, it's a fad or, or this isn't, you know, the future. And it's like, to me, I'm like, look, it's changing countries. You've got people that make $8 a day now making $20 a day. Like, that's a big deal. Yeah. Right. It might not be a big deal for us in the Western world. It might not even like move the needle because all we're looking for is a cool game, mm-hmm. but I just don't see the downside of it being on blockchain. Like to me, the opportunities are, are endless. So um, there is a future where that, that happens where, yeah, we don't, any game that's not on the blockchain doesn't make sense to play. Yeah. I also think that if you're, if you're, you know, and again, this is, this might be close minded, but if you're a gaming developer, right? Like you, like you look at these act acquisitions, if you're a gaming developer, you're probably going to start developing your games on the blockchain. Mm-hmm. So eventually I don't see a world where people are like starting from scratch, not developing on the blockchain. Um, so we'll see how it shakes out. But I mean, if you, you gave a great analogy, like VCRs and the Netflix, it's kind of like, if you put it in that context, it's very possible that, that that happens because there is no downside the way I look at it. Yeah. No, it's a complete, it could, you know, has the potential to be a complete step function change. Uh, yeah. and, and, you know, almost in the same way, like, you know, in the way that, you know, NFTs can allow people to like monetize their assets and stuff, you know, VCR was a static technology, like, you know, one way receivership, whereas Netflix was like, you know, the users passing data back to Netflix, they're mining that you're getting better recommendations and it increases the the utility of like your viewing experience. You get better recommendations, all that kind of shit. And so it's like a completely different beast than VCR. And so in the same way, NFTs are just what it was it called um, that the uh, <laughs> There's that shift, uh, a paradigm shift is what I'm looking for. (laughs) And so uh, just completely unlocks a whole new uh, ability for the for the consumer. So I'm I'm, I'm interested. I'm excited. Um, Now, now tell us a little bit about some of the platforms, just the heavy hitters, the guys 
that are, you know, maybe they have a coin already. Maybe they don't have a coin, but people that you really believe in, uh, in the gaming, uh, world here. Well, so there's platforms and then there's games, right. Okay. And then there's like layer ones. Okay. Let's um, all, let's break that all down. Yeah, let's break it all down. So layer ones is a difficult beast because you have Solana that's trying to do its best. You've got some great games like Geno pets on there. I love those guys. You've got some other coming up like AVAX and, I mean, BSC is tons of games in Asia just being actually it's I think it's BNB chain now. I think they changed it today to BNB chain from BSC really? today. Yes, that's that that came out. Um, Ethereum is still, you know, probably the number one chain that people are building on. Um, but in terms of platforms, that's an interesting question. So I will say that uh, Fort, I think it's Forte or Fort F O R T E dot I O. Um, Super layer, I believe that they're they're super layer, fantastic uh, leadership team. They're building developer tools for games to come on and build on top of them. Um, some people look at us as comp- competitors. I look at us as very synergistic. I mean, just world class talent on that crew. I think they raised eight hundred million in February. Um, or actually, I think it was December. Yeah, no, no, and, and really strong entrepreneurial backgrounds. The CEO, like, I think he's sold two companies before, but they're they're going to be a force we reckon with. I think they're also working with like 12 or 13, like triple a studios already. Um, they did just get, I think it was like the MTL license. So there's only like five or six other companies. I think one of them's like Coinbase and that, that, that got that license that can like transmit money, like be an on-ramp. They're building the tools so that a gaming developer can like easily integrate into blockchain, which is so cool. I think that, that they're helping bridge that gap on the gaming side. We're kind of bridging the gap on the player side. We're trying to say, okay, all these players that want to get into this landscape, how do we get in? We know that there's, there's a problem onboarding, you know, moving from this wallet to this wallet, transferring all these things that make you go, oh, I'm done and walk away. Uh, there's a problem with like buying in-game assets to play the games. Um, and then there's like an experience issue where you can like, or a learning curve where you have to level up to get better at these games to have some sort of like earning potential. And so we kind of meet in the middle, but I, I, I have a lot of respect for that team and those guys. Um, in terms of other platforms, I know there's Fractal, which is, uh, I think it's Justin. I think it's um, it's the guy who built Twitch. Oh, Justin uh, Khan. Justin Khan, yes. Um, they're on the Solana side. I think they're more of like a directory for. Um, uh, I think they're more of a directory for NFTs. But again, we'll see how how he how that plays out. That's cool. So yeah, so there's a, there's a there's a couple of platforms, but really no one's doing what we're doing. Um, no one's doing what we're doing. So we'll see how it works. I like it. Um, so coming from a guy who's in the middle of a raise, you know, you've got all this money coming in, like just a lot of people, I think who are listening just from a completely, you know, kind of non-crypto specific standpoint. They're just like, Oh wow, that's cool. Like I've never maybe heard somebody talk who's raised a bunch of money. So get, let's get us in the mind of like, what do you do after you raise that sort of money? How do you make your, um, you know, your, your, your team come to life and your vision come to life? What's kind of the, the, the first steps that you take? Yeah. I mean, the most important thing is, is the team, right? The most important thing is the team. So uh, immediately after our raise, um, we really started building a world-class team. So Google, Amazon, uh, Facebook, all, all of the, all of the big players, we kind of started recruiting from them. You just go Um, poach. (laughs) Yeah. Go poach. Some of the best people in the world. Right. Love it. Um, And and also some of the bigger financial institutions. Uh, So we have, because we're 
developing some interesting techs and tech that's not out there yet. We really needed to have people that understood, you know, uh, understood the more monetary side of things. Um, and so, so that was kind of the first step and, you know, also not kind of telling the world everything that we're doing, right. We have a few things in our back pocket that uh, if we play our cards, right. And we do things properly, we will be a very big name in the space very soon. I will say that um, we have a significant amount of data and there's definitely a need in web three uh, to make the user experience better for not just players, but anybody that has a wallet. I, I'll say this in the next five years, almost everybody out there is going to have a wallet, mm-hmm. right? That's how you're going to connect to things. We and need wallets so, that pay gas. Everything, right? Everything, everything. So, so there's, you know, without going too deep into it, there's a lot of things that we're working on. That's going to really set us apart. Um, I think that this raise is going to help us as well. We're, we're, we're aligning ourselves with some pretty powerful partners. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it goes well, um, we'll definitely have a seat at the table. Well, that's fantastic. Um, last question I have for you, uh, kind of one that we, we, we ask many people that come on just to give them a little insight, but, uh, we're just curious about like, who's one of your role models or one of your inspirations in the crypto space that you've looked at, you've loved what they've built, you've respected the way they've done it or, you know, anything like that. God, that's a really good question. Not to blindside you or anything, but uh, no, we always no, like to get, we always no, like to get no. shout outs because then we like to bring that person on the show too. Well, <laughs> the, the one guy, um, the one guy who I have like the utmost respect for, and I'm going to get killed for not remembering his name, but uh, <laughs> the, the 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 guy who just is, screams Bitcoin from his from his lungs, and um, Andy McDonald. No, he's he's. <laughs> He's he's very vested in it. He he I think he's leveraged his publicly traded company to invest over and over and over. Um what's his oh, name? Oh Michael Saylor. Michael Saylor. Michael Saylor. Michael Saylor. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe <laughs> I, I, I missed his name, but you know, I, I would say like his conviction just I think his conviction moves the market. Oh um, yeah. Moves mountains. Yeah. And, moves mountains. And so like, I just, and he's super smart. I think he's just oh, a yeah. very, very well-educated guy. So you see him on, on CNN or any of these talk shows, you're just like, damn, I want to follow that guy into a fire. Um, so, so I just, I mean, I, I really like him and he's traditional finance took a company public that's over on this side, just saying, Hey man, this is the future. It makes total sense. You can't, you can't fight with a guy like that. You're just like, whatever that guy needs, I got his yeah. back. Um, no. So I really, I really, really like him. I, you know, get him on the show. That would be badass. That would be fantastic. <laughs> Michael Saylor, if you watch this show, reach out to us. It's all good. Reach out at Crypto101podcast.com. <laughs> We're going to get you on the show. All right. Well, Will, thank you so much for coming on, for dropping a ton of knowledge on our domes and uh, for keeping things interesting. We'll have you back on soon after you guys finish the raise and get some more announcements coming out. Awesome. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You bet. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.